Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is July 9th, 2021. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Reddy and MPC does conduct Zoom conference calls every single day. For those people who are in the conference call, please raise your hands. You'll be announced with your name to ask the question. Sai? Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for uh, taking the call. Um, so I'm trying to interfile my medicals today. So I got the uh, forms from the doctor. He gave the copies. So uh, page 5 of 14, it has the doctor's... Um, summary of evaluation where he says like you know no class a or class b uh, you know issues found and then he, it has the doctor's address so i think the doctor has like uh, the 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 form photocopied where he just adds you know the individual's names so it doesn't have the barcode at the bottom the year matches the year of the form but i'm i'm pretty sure he he has like a like a form he did a photo stat and he put and he's adding the information and just giving it to people. So that page looks little off compared to others. Uh, I asked him, but he said uh, it's it's okay. I wanted to confirm if it's okay. So there's no barcode at the bottom. That's the only major difference besides it looking little off in terms of orientation and everything else. Is it a problem? No, we haven't seen that as a problem if the barcode is not there. Okay. Uh, quick follow-up. So my priority date is 2013 May. I mean, sorry, April 2013. Uh, EB3 interfile, I-140 accepted. I mean, approved. So uh, do you think I should interfile like today or just wait for wait, my wait, date? Wait, 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 wait. What is your priority date? You said? Uh, EB3 India, uh, April 2013. So uh, is the I-140 approved? Yes. What do you want to interfile about I-140? No, no, not I-140. I want to interfile the medicals because I'm anticipating the date to be current I got soon. the point. I got the, I got the point. Yeah. Interfile it. Okay. What's your question other than that? Uh, so uh, some people are telling like it, your date will be current in the next bulletin. So wait till the 1st of uh, no, August. I do then... not. No, no, no. I would go ahead file it right now. Okay. All right. Uh, thanks. I'll hang up and head, head to FedEx. Thank you, Rahul. Thank you. Yeah, bye. Maulika? Hi. Um, so my question is that uh, my husband is the main visa that we filed on. Uh, his GC is uh, EB3 to EB, EB2 to EB3 downgrade. And uh, I-140 is not approved yet. So I want to understand, do we have to do premium processing at this point? Because I've seen like uh, some of uh, the folks saying that their visa is getting rejected. The I-140 is getting rejected. So I want to understand what are the options right now for us? It's, um, it looks like you're young. I don't think so. You have a teenage kids. Do premium processing if, uh, if you don't have a teenage kids. 
do pre- do premium processing or no do premium processing if you don't have teenage kids okay how is that related to kids because if your the age if the kids are in adjustment of status Mm-hmm. and if they need to get the green card if your priority date doesn't become current it becomes a problem so okay got it okay that's the reason i said do you have a teenage kids if you don't have a teenage now the question is that some people are getting denied okay you know out of a thousand people one guy gets a denial right he will mm-hmm. make a big shout about it absolutely he will and he should Correct. too so it's better to get the denial right now rather than getting mm-hmm. denial one year from now got it i hope i did mention that my husband is a physical therapist and he doesn't have a labor involved oh no 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 okay uh, you need to consult a lawyer okay got it you need to consult a lawyer um you may want to consider refiling the entire application okay what is refiling why okay why okay um because what is the priority date um it's in 2013 august uh, you need to consult a lawyer don't do premium processing we're okay. getting a lot of denials for premium, uh, for physical therapists mm-hmm. got it how can you live with a physical therapist that's so bad <laughs> <laughs> we share the same common thing uh, my wife is a physical therapist next oh. please <laughs> nice yeah. there's a problem with the physical therapist so you better you know uh, consult a lawyer don't do premium processing sure. next person please thank you venu hi rahul thanks for taking the call um so i have my h1b extension coming up the company filed for it and we also filed a new lca with a new location and uh, i have a couple of questions on that can i move to the new location before the start of the next extension uh, that's the first question and the second question is so wait, wait 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 you move to a new look you're moving to a location yes they filed an amendment or they're filing an amendment um uh, they're filing an extension because i have my extension coming up too okay they need to file the extension and amendment at the same time and you should not move before the amendment and extension is filed okay um filed or approved filed doesn't need to be approved okay because the lca has a date on it which says no, september no no uscs has to receive the application okay got it okay and, yeah and i have like a i140 ev3 downgrade pending so if i move to the new location it's the same employer will that cause any problem is it a consulting company no it depends on the company then okay. i mean the company if the company lawyer says it's okay so you already filed a 482 applications right yes right now you cross the 180 days you're fine okay cool thank you very much next person please arvind yeah hi uh, rahul uh, thanks for taking the call um so i am an h1b actually i was on um, f1 i'm recently transitioned to change of my status to h1b so i have my first h1b stamping scheduled uh, at uh, mumbai consulate on 25th and 26th uh so my question is about where are you right now i am in miami florida okay. 
yeah so recent, so i have an uh, so my question is about nie so i'm i wanted to know if i can get the nie letter uh, from the employer at, uh, if not because i work at the third party client so my question is should this be from the client or should this be can this be from uh, the employer client client and both employer and uh, is this a required document uh, for the new h1b visas right now or? yes it is absolutely required let me ask you one thing this question yeah. um if you don't come back in the next one year will you still keep the job um that is 50 50 i'm still uh, so yeah if i say if you if i say yes to that answer is that uh, uh, um can i go without an ni well you still need an ni letter from the employer for sure employee and from the client also right yeah Okay. i would recommend to have both okay yeah supporting them is there any way can you not go oh, yeah because it's uh, it's a, a sensitive matter actually so that's the what is sensitive yeah it's a uh, because it's my marriage actually yeah my marriage is there is a girl in india it doesn't have a, she doesn't have a visa ah uh, no she doesn't i'm just thinking i i just had a lunch with uh, my business partners can you call her to mexico and get married there mm, that is another option i i didn't thought anything about that we should you should explore that the reason is that if you go to mexico and you come back within 30 days you don't need to have a visa stamp it to come back into united states it's called automatic revalidation we just started a discussion in our lunch meeting and another we decided this my own cousin is getting married i mean no you go there you get stuck there guess what she's going to divorce you if you don't get the visa okay i'm sorry to tell you because i see that okay yeah that's a valid point thank you yeah so go to mexico everything mm-hmm. is going to be good okay and come back you'll be in a good shape okay thank you that's next good. person please sankar and remember that you know we are valued because we are in america i don't know we are not but at least some people value so you don't get the visa you not you know she's going to divorce you i don't know but that happens good shankar hey hi all thank you uh, for taking the call and thank you for your service um, so i have applied my downgrade in october and uh, my i140 is approved but i haven't applied my uh, uh, thank you yeah based on your suggestion i did the premium and it got approved it got picked up I and got approved a lot of people say it doesn't work can you give a review saying yeah. that it works okay yeah. yeah so pretty much thanks to you because i watched your video and that's okay. when i applied so so what did not you apply so i haven't applied the um, the ap and ead why not i mean uh, i i um, initially my company didn't allow us to apply because they said we have to get the receipt and that's when they, they will apply the oh uh, believe me these are some of the yeah uh, uh, a little bit bad lawyers yeah. and busy lawyers and we are one part of it too. Yeah. the reason is that we didn't have time to do all those exactly things. okay exactly. so they are kind of fine you got yeah. everything done yeah fine so i have right a question now, today. yeah yeah i'll i'll do that right now so uh, i i'm in the process of doing it i have a question i have got a job offer right now um so is it a right time uh, to take the new job offer um if if i mo- move there what do they need to do the new company do they file a new h1 or h1b and 485j supplement okay ead and advance parole are yours you need to do it okay you don't need your you don't need your lawyer you don't need your employer you can okay. do it yourself So even if I apply now and if I move out of the company, I still uh, get the AP and EAD, and I can still use it if I want to use it. Absolutely, 
And you can contact us with info at RNLog Group if you want us to do it, okay? Any right. lawyer can do it, yeah. All right, yeah. Thanks a lot, uh, Rahul. I really appreciate your service. Thank you. Hey, we are going to give promotion to the people who have written literature to the congressman to get this kind of people the green card. So please, we want this guy out of the line so that the rest of the people can get the green card. So we'll pick the people who apply, who send letters to the congressman. Next person, please. Hari? Uh, hi, Rathri, I'm getting, I'm getting, getting disturbance. Can you see who it is? Yeah, one minute. Go ahead, Hari. Uh oh, Hari is the problem. Yes. Hari, you're muted. Uh, uh, thanks, Rahul. Thanks for taking. Hari, uh, there's a lot of disturbance coming, but go ahead. Okay, give me a minute. Uh, let me change to headset. Thank you. It doesn't look like it, so it is a problem. Maybe it is. Good, Hari. Yeah, thanks, Rahul. Uh, are you able to hear me properly? Uh, yeah, too loud now. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> thanks, Rahul, with your advice, I applied for premium processing and it got approved uh, for my I-140 downgrade. Uh, question I have is like my one I-140 is approved, 485 receipts I received. Uh, mine is November uh, is the time when I applied and my priority date is 2013 July. Like uh, if I want to change the job, if the employer is ready for H-1 transfer, do you see any kind of issue uh, related to do the job change now? Because my biometrics are, it is not there. I don't see any issue at all. Remember the dialogue that I tell? Give me 200, 500,000, I won't change. In your case, I will change for $5. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And one question I have, other uh, thing is that like, uh, like if we don't have that petition, I-140 petition or 9089 form, right? Uh, like, is there anything critical you see as a uh, problem? No, I don't. But you can get that thing. Go to the link provided by Gayatri at the bottom. It's called I-140 petition. Okay. You follow the direction there. It takes 10 minutes. It's free of cost for you on me. And it's online, okay? You do it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Thank you, Rahul. Thank you very much. Next person, please. Jai Surya? It's, there. it's called FOIA. Uh, Gatri has given the link. Uh, hello, Rahul. How are you? I'm, uh, thank you. Thank you for taking, your, taking my call. So my question is, uh, I'm currently working for two employers. Uh, I have a concurrent H-1B visa. So, <laughs> thank you. So, uh, make, make, make money. You need, you, need, you need you pay a lot of taxes, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, recently I got a new offer from another company and they want, uh, they want me to, uh, you know, apply for the visa transfer and they are asking for all the... Uh, I-797 approved receipts. Should I uh, should I tell them about my concurrent uh, visa or uh, should I give them uh, the receipt? I'm thinking. Okay. You don't need to. You don't need to. You don't okay. need to. Okay. So you have, you have two companies. One mm -hmm. is the main company. One uh -huh. is a concurrent company. Yep. You only give them the main company. Okay. Because if you tell them you're working for two companies, they won't hire you. Oh, okay. Sure. sure. Is that right? Yeah, right. So, but the only problem is once these people file a H-1B, I want you 
to have this concurrent filing company file another concurrent H-1B. Definitely. Okay. And you don't need premium processing. Just file regular processing with this concurrent. Okay. So will it be a new concurrent H-1B or they need to file an amendment? Amendment is good enough. Okay. Great. Great. Thank you. Yeah. Keep working. Make money for us, buddy. Sure. Thank you. Next person, please. Varun. Hey, hi, Rahul. Uh, my question is regarding the NIE itself. Like, uh, do we need the client letter or like client email screenshot is fine uh, for applying the NIE? It's a hit and miss question. This one is, I've seen offices doing this and doing that. And what do you mean client screen, screenshot telling you? I mean, like, uh, I asked my manager so in an email, like why I'm required, um, like, uh, all those stuff. Uh, if he sends oh, an yeah. email, if I take a screenshot. Yeah. They are not even, work? you are a national interest exemption person. You are in a national interest, but they don't even want to put on the paper. How do I look into you? Okay. So you, you, see, my you, you see my point is, right? I mean, they, they can't even put it on the paper and write it and sign it for you. They just will give a screenshot for you. I mean, I don't think so. You are a national interest guy. I, I don't know. This, this is how I think. Okay, I got it. So can I apply for two consulates at the same time? I'm like sending an email or like it should be like one and if it rejected, I need to submit for other consulates. First, you have to make an appointment and based on that appointment, you have to get the national interest thing. Okay. Okay, I got it. Thank you. Next person, please. Saumya. Soumya? Hi, hi. I'm here. So um, my wife's visa got denied. She's on H4. And um, uh, my visa was also denied a year back. And then wait, wait, uh, we reapplied. Where, where, where did it got denied? Uh, where, here in USA or in, in India? US, US. We are all in US from last uh, four or five years. Wait, wait. H4 got denied? Yes. And we got to know today. And uh, now she's Why? also... Why? Uh, initially, when my uh, H1 got denied, she also got denial. I had an amendment in processing because of some medical case, we reapplied it. My employer reapplied it. And they also applied her visa with that. Mine got approved. Now I have a valid I-797, which is there till next August. But after a year this H of H4 processing, her visa got denied just today. I mean, a week back or so. Now, um, I don't know what the options are. And we you are also expecting a baby. Hmm? You should consult a lawyer immediately. Okay. One problem is that when, so when, when, so when your H1B got denied, mm -hmm. the, the H4 was together with it. Correct. Correct. And that H4 got denied. Correct. Oh, come on. You never filed any other H4 for her? We again refiled it again. So when that, that H4, that H4 is still pending. That H4 is what is got denied now. Yeah, that looks strange to me. So, so when you got your H1B denied, mm -hmm. there was a gap before you got another H1B approved. Um, uh, no. So actually, what happened is when my H1 they applied it, they because two forty days crossed. They also applied my amendment together. So my H1 uh, extension got denied, but my amendment got approved. 
and amendment got approved based off of a medical okay. condition. That's a little bit tough for me to handle right now. You definitely need to have a consultation with the lawyer, okay? Immediately. Sure. Okay, okay. Thank you. Rohan? Rahul, uh, thank you for taking my call. Um, I applied for, uh, I downgraded my EB2 to EB3, uh, I-140, and applied for premium as you suggested. Um, uh, I got a RFE, but still I not got uh, details like what they're looking for. So what do you think, how, what are the chances that once I respond, do you think uh, I am with the same uh, employer from last 10 years, I did not change my job or anything. What do you think? What are the chances and what kind of RFE? You know, I-140 RFE could come for any reason. Right now, let's not throw the darts in the in the uh, in the in the dark. Okay, we will have a light in one week. Okay. One week, ten days, fifteen days, something like that. Right okay. now. We throw uh, we throw arrows in the dark. You know what is going to happen with that Ram's uh, Dasrada is right. You know it will happen like that. Okay, let's not do that. Let's wait. Okay. So, but what are the, the chances? Like, more? I don't know what the reason is. If they say that your engineering degree is fake, okay, then I can't say. Got it. Then you have a problem. Um, so, if in, they say in case that, if let's wait for I'm there, you're there consult later on right now yeah. what could be the possibility anything could be possibility why is the tax ID number one word different than the other one uh, it's a clinical error, you write it you get an approval so let's not throw the darts in the dark you will meet the same fate as Dasrada, let's wait next person please thank you Rahul John Sirani Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, okay. I have filed for H4 EAD on March 11 and my H4 EAD expires on August 5th. I have contacted the congressman, senator, everybody. They are all saying that they are all backlogged. So what are the my options to get it approved before August 5th? When you find an option, you let me know. I'll tell to all <laughs> other people and I'll make money on you. I have no options for you right now. Okay. We used to have a court litigation process and it's not working. You can see some of our bad reviews in the Google because good reviews never come there, but bad reviews do. So, but if you find a solution, you let us know. But you are not doing lawsuit anymore. No, we, we are not winning the lawsuits anymore like we used to do before. Okay. So, I so should, we're not doing it. So I should just beg him every day, call them. You do it. If it works, let us know. Thank you. Sorry about that. No problem. I mean, we use this for both guys, just informing you, but also extracting information from you. Next person, please. Vipin? Yeah, hi, Rahul. Thanks for taking my call. So I have a peculiar case here. So I screwed up on my employment dates on 485. And I have been with my current employer who filed the GC application 10 years back. So it's only one employment. And there was a typo error. So joining date was 
524, I typed as 624. And uh, there was one employment from India that a uh, few months are off in the employment dates. So my dates are current and uh, USCIS has sent me an RFE asking for the employment verification. So I filed my 485J in October last year. So now the IRFC came for uh, W-2, uh, three pay subs. Uh, it's, just a it's just a clerical error. That's not a big deal. You can explain them as a clerical error. Yeah. So should we try to fix and highlight all those errors in the covering letter or should we just apply with... Are the, they asking the about the errors or are they not asking about the errors? No. They just are shut only up. asking... Just shut up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's the question. So they are only mm -hmm. asking about the employment verification and medical records. Just do it. So Don't try to poke right just, now. Okay. Just respond to the RFC. Absolutely. Sorry to point. use the bad words. Okay. No, no, that's fine. Uh, I get yeah. your point. So I was just yeah. concerned. Should we fix those issues or no? That's no, no, no. Not right now. Not right now. Just respond. You're good. Okay. You're good. Okay. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Rahul. Especially in October, in October, things were crazy. People were going like chickens without head at that time. Your lawyer, you and everybody, we were one of them, believe us. Yeah, and my lawyer. Your lawyer was chicken lawyer without head. Me too, me too. Yeah. Believe me, we were there too. So it's just a clerk. Right now, don't do any correction, okay? You're good. Okay. So and that's the reason... Yeah, that's the reason we tell all the people, tell your lawyers to prepare the 485 application right now. Don't wait until September. And we are preparing right now. They may take a little bit extra, but prepare everything so that the tension will be eased up. In October 1st, you're going to file the application. You're good. You got an RFE. You know what? Open a champagne. Give something for me. Okay. Okay. I'll send you okay. a champagne. One <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. Next person, please. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Saumalia. Yeah. Hey, hi Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking the call. So my uh, priority date uh, is October eighth, twenty twenty, and my H one B was uh, till May twenty eighth of this year, and I applied for an H four before that, like on twentieth, uh, no seventeenth of May, they filed for an H four, and now. Wait, wait, did you file 484 or not? No, not 484. Uh, my prior, my POM got approved recently. So I just, I'm waiting to file the I-114 premium. And I filed an H-4 to continue to stay in US because oh, okay, got it. Uh, got it. Yeah. on 17th of May, they filed that H-4. But yesterday I got to know from my employers, attorneys, uh, that that H-4 application that they filed on 17th of May uh, due to an USCIS error because they didn't uh, include that biometric fee because it was May 17th on, on or after May 17th, they stopped that biometric. But that stupid USCIS guy thought that biometric fee was still required. So they rejected that application and they sent uh... it back. Uh, to them and the yesterday or day before yesterday, I got to know that they again refiled it with an explanation and all that. But they said that I've been accruing unlawful presence because my H-1B got uh, uh, ended on twenty of May. Uh, so uh, is there like, because it's no fault of mine or no fault of the attorneys or anyone really. So isn't that uh, the application that they refiled day before yesterday, will it have the same receipt number or the previous receipt date or will it become considered as a totally new H4 application? 
I mean, they did mention that uh, I just have to leave before six months and all because uh, if it goes beyond six months of uh, unlawful presence, then those bar things will come into picture and all that. And I'm planning to like in next few days, they will be filing for I-140 in premium. So once that gets approved, I'm planning to basically file for another COS from H4 to H1 and get back into H1. And I'm trying to do all this while in the US and I don't want to go back to India because that complicates thing again. Do you have any children who are born in US? Uh, no. Recently married. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure. Uh, do you recall exactly when your lawyer sent you the confirmation for FedEx? For filing the first H4? Yeah. On uh, 17th May, they filed it. And I think they informed me on 20th of May that they have already filed it. Do you have the tracking number? What does it say? No, not the tracking. They didn't share any tracking number or anything. They just mentioned that they have filed it. When did you sign the H4 and send it to them? On 15th or 16th, I believe. I'm, when I got the receipt number because I got a physical copy from USCIS in, hard, uh, in, my, in my physical mail, which the, they gave that rejection notice. They said that because of an incorrect fee, we rejected What date what does it say? So they said that the application was received on 18th May and the rejection notice is dated 25th of June. So they took yeah, I definitely remember May 17th for sure. Yeah. Though uh, in their website also it's mentioned 70 on or after 17th of May. This is what I'm thinking for you. So May, June, July, we are only two months right now, right? Yep. There's no there's no hurry for you to leave right now. You can stay for the next three, four months. The yeah. problem with this H4 is that it's going to take ever for them to adjudicate. Yeah. Either way, I'm not counting on your H1B to be approved with the change of status from H4 to H1 anyway. Oh, they'll ask for consular processing? They'll always choose the consular processing anyway. So I will not hurry up and leave the uh, country right now because whether it's a one day or a 179 day, it's the same. Mm-hmm. And since your H4 is pending, I will wait to see because the H4 is not going to be adjudicated. So your yeah. lawyers are a bit conservative in what they're telling. I, I, I stand in the same line as what they are. Mm. Uh, they're good lawyers, seems to be, because I'm trying to see if they filed it before uh, May, May 17th. So they seems to be good lawyers. I would wait for two months or three months, and then you may have to leave the country and then get the stamping and come back. And I also have an option to go to, uh, like my employer uh, started a Mexico visa processing also. And I got the Mexico authorization letter and all. Is that going to help if I move to Mexico instead of India right now? Like, uh, like my. What? What's your employer's name? <laughs> it's these... I'm sorry, but I need that employer. That's a good employer. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Go for it. But the problem no, is. You don't have to tell the name. For problem is if for Mexico uh, stamping, uh, I think that Mexico stamping in in an U.S. Mexico embassy it needs some proper uh, visa U.S. visa status. Otherwise, yeah, that's for sure. That's for for sure. I know that. But they already have a Mexican processing thing. You have to go to Mexico consulate to get this whatever they have to stamp you to get in there. So to go to that Mexican consulate, I'll probably need a valid U.S. Uh, no, visa no. If you have a valid visa. You can just fly to Mexico without going to consulate. Oh, 
but I don't have, so I'll have to go through Mexican consulate. And, ah, and if they already processed to do it, good company, refer to other people, even if you don't get the name. Okay. <laughs> They're doing good. And I, 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 you're in a good safe hands. So I should been, be uh, considering that option rather than. We should. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. And, Next uh, caller, please. Sorry. sorry. Yeah. So I was thinking like there will be no uh, uh, implication of this unlawful presence on the uh, on that I-140 approval. As long as you maintain that 100 and less than 180 days, you're good. Okay. okay. And then I'll take the next two caller guys, two callers um, before I go. Suman? Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Hi, Rahul Garu. Yes, go ahead. Uh, uh, my uh, my employer uh, told me to move my move to my vendor, and I filed my uh, 485 on October 30th, 2020, and it, 140 is approved. I downgraded to EV3. I 140 are... is approved. Yes. Yeah, yeah Allah. And there you go. Uh, thank you. And uh, the audit date is 2012. Final action date is current. So what should and my application, wife's application, has a different centers, and. Uh, uh, now my uh, new employer will file 485J. Can I submit medicals with 485J? You can. I can. And one more thing, like, you know, I wanted to ask you, does your law firm help me in filing? Uh, like, you know, I want to interfile my medicals. Does your law firm help me in filing that? Uh, Gayatri has already given guidance to you. They, you don't need us. Oh, you know, yes. Okay. Yeah. So should uh, 485J, like, uh, is it okay? Well, how about my wife application? Because it is at a different center. Hers is a main center. If you're filing 485J, submit medicals, both of you at the same time. If you're filing by yourself 485 medicals alone, sub, if the both receipt notices came from a different service center, send them to a different service center. Gatri has given you the instructions for medicals. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much, Raghara. Next and last caller, guys. Omkar. Hey Rahul, this is Omkar. Um, so uh, I'm in. I I was here on call a few weeks ago. Uh, the same similar question that was earlier. I I had to send in medicals. I changed the job. So um, based on your suggestion, I told my lawyer that uh, file it. File my medicals with the 485J. Um, for some absurd reason, they didn't send it. I got the medicals. I sent it to them. For some absurd reason, they didn't send it. And the reason they gave me is they need another G28 to represent me and then only they can send it. Whereas I already signed a G28 for them for adjustment of status. Send uh, it. Uh, Gayatri is giving you the direction. Send okay. it. Okay. So the, should I send it uh, to them and with G28, they can send it again? Does that make it's any difference? To, no, you can send it by yourself. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. The next uh, uh, conference call is going to be Monday at 3.30. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.